Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Monday morning, January 10th. I'm Violet Comer-Wylan, and this is The Point from WUFT News. For many medical professionals with specialized fields, much of their contributions to society can go unnoticed. One local veterinary oncologist is demonstrating these unknown wonders, traditionally through advancements in vaccine research and uniquely through a model airplane flying hobby. I spoke with WUFT's Isabel Christ, who documented his journey. Here's Isabel. So basically he works at the vet school. He teaches and he does research there. Um, and then he moved from South um, South Africa, I believe. Yes, South Africa. For, um in like the early 2000s to just continue his career as a veterinary oncologist. Um, and he grew up flying model airplanes and it just so happened that there um, is a flight club in Gainesville. So he could have like continued his hobby here. So you mentioned in your story that Dr. Rowan Milner is attempting to develop a vaccine to cure melanoma. Can you elaborate on this a bit? So going into the story, I actually um, didn't even know that he had made this like amazing discovery. And so on that first day when I went to get B-roll of him flying, he, like, told me that in passing. And I was like, wait, can we, like, go back to that? You developed a vaccine that could cure cancer? Like, what? I think we need to circle back to that. Um, So it's really cool. He um, mainly works with dogs, but um, they hope – so basically a little bit about the vaccine. Um, He developed it with a partner – to help fight uh, melanoma in the dog because a lot of times melanoma in dogs is um, hereditary and not like because you're spending too much time in the sun, which how it is like for humans. Um, And so when dogs get melanoma, a lot of the times it's fatal because they either catch it too late or there's really not a lot of treatment they can give. Um, And so this vaccine kind of tripled their lifespan, if not saved them. And they're trying to raise money to fund the research to eventually use it in forms of children cancer. And it was really proven effective in dogs. Um, So they're hoping that one day they'll be able to raise enough money to then um, study the trials for this and release it to humans. But so far, um, none of the dogs have had bad reactions to it, and it's proven to be successful. So, Is there anything else that you talked to Dr. Milner about that caught your attention? And so I kind of touched on, you know, asking him about mental health of veterinarians because a lot of times um, people think that that is a fun job because they get to work with animals, but as someone who cares enough for animals to want to help them, it can also be a very difficult job because a lot of times um, you're seeing something in pain. And so that's why um, veterinarians happen to be um, the occupation that struggles with suicide and mental health a lot. And so I definitely wanted to touch on that with him. He struggled with that, but he emphasized how important it is to have a hobby outside of your job and your career, especially one that might be taxing on your mental health. And so I just think it's really cool that he was able to continue his hobby in a different country. And I think that gave him a sense of a piece of home from here and He said that um, when he moved, his children fit right in in America, which is something that I think a lot of people um, struggle finding when they they move to another country. So I thought that that was really great that they 
just fit in really well here. Um, and yeah, I think that's all. That was WUFT's Isabel Christ on one veterinary oncologist's contribution to the scientific community and his unique hobby. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. According to a new study from the University of Florida, most Floridians will be infected with the Omicron variant as it continues to spread across the state. According to News for Jax, Omicron infections are predicted to peak within this month. Predictions initially saw the virus peaking in February. Florida's Omicron wave set a new daily case record with over 76,000 cases last Thursday, according to the CDC. UF researchers have seen less severe illness with Omicron, especially in those who are vaccinated. Medical experts continue to encourage vaccinations and boosters, as well as high-quality testing to detect and prevent infections. Another hearing was held in the unfolding case following several University of Florida professors who were denied requests to serve as expert witnesses in court cases about state laws. According to WUSF News, Friday's hearing involved arguments from the professor's lawyer as well as a representative for the defendants. The professor's lawyer argued that the faculty's viewpoints are being silenced in an attempt to appease state leaders. However, the defendant's lawyer argued that the university's clear policy has no viewpoint discrimination and is open and fair in what cases it allows faculty to testify in. Arguments will continue on January 14th, where Judge Walker will examine the plaintiff's motive for an injunction. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is facing backlash after allowing some COVID-19 tests to expire without distributing them. According to Politico, DeSantis said in a press conference Friday that the stockpile resulted from a lack of demand in tests earlier in 2021. DeSantis has argued that President Joe Biden's administration is partially at fault, as they were not granting extensions to keep tests eligible in the later part of 2021. DeSantis also talked about Delta variant and how tests were not needed in such high capacity when this was the dominant variant in late 2021. The Florida Surgeon General, along with DeSantis' administration, also undermined what they say is the testing psychology. They argued that testing has no clinical benefit for those without symptoms, and those with symptoms should be the first getting tested. A new Senate bill says businesses should be able to claim damages from local governments if they pass an ordinance causing a revenue loss of 15% or more. According to WFSU, the bill, SB 620, is sponsored by Palm Coast Republican Travis Hudson. To file a claim, a business must be operating for more than three years and give 180 days notice. Some people, including the director of the National Federation of Independent Business, see this goal makes good economic sense as it ensures businesses follow rules uniformly. Others are worried that the measure could give businesses too much power, saying that these types of claims could put ordinances cities pass on holds. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Violet Cumber-Wyland, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Monday.